Happy Thursday, guys. What's up? Welcome into another episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt, at Sports Talk Matt, my handle across all socials. And this podcast is being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com and the semi-annual sale going on right now at OmahaSteaks.com. Use that code JUICE. 50% off site wide at omahasteaks.com. Great stuff they got going on right now. Go check out all the unbelievable packages and deals and everything else you got going on at omahasteaks.com. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit of a longer podcast. I got a bunch of picks in place. I want to give you guys. It's a Thursday. So we went light yesterday, went light kind of the day before, although the three bets yesterday, one and two yesterday. So we were down 1.1 units. So a winning day, losing, sorry, losing day, winning day, losing day. So that would be Thursday. Hopefully that means we're going to have a winning day here today, but I've got a college football bet for Saturday. I want to give you now because I think the number is going to move and I'm concerned about that. I've got a bet on the NFL game tonight. I've got two prop bets. I've got a bet on the college game tonight. And I've got a, I can't leave a half a unit behind baseball bet, small half unit play on baseball just to round it out and keep it all, you know, somewhat even with our plays coming in here for how many units we're going to have in play here today. We'll have just a little over three, like three point three or something like that units in play. And then a, a bet on Saturday as well. Our first play for Saturday that I want to give you guys here right now. There's been a bunch of questions before I give you the picks. There's been a bunch of questions about the leaderboard for splash sports. I can't see it because I am in a state that, that splash sports is not legal. So one of you has been very nice and they've been sending me DMS every week of the leaderboard. So I'm, I'm seeing what they're seeing. I know some of you guys are not. Just check and see if there's a setting or there's a button to, pro, to push to get all the leaders. I believe the leaders have, I think there's seven or so of you guys who have gone uh, 10 and two. No, sorry, 12 and two so far in the 14 games. So I'll do my best to kind of get some research done on that as to what's going on or what I need to tell you guys. But poke around on the site. If you're involved in the contest, poke around as we go into week three here, starting tonight for the NFL, for the NFL daily juice pick contests with splash sports and betting pros. All right, let's talk about the Irish hosting Ohio state. Now in the preseason, I told you about Alabama and I told you how I believe that Alabama had a quarterback problem. And I thought that Jalen Milrow was going to be a problem. And he has been. Now, the backups aren't any good. Alabama is going to have their hands full with Ole Miss coming up this weekend. I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to bet yet on that game. If I'm taking the over, which is a possibility, or I'm taking the dog, which is a possibility on this. Maybe even outright Ole Miss. We'll see. But I've been right with Alabama. The other couple of quarterbacks, there were a bunch of them, but one of which was what's going on with Ohio State. And I just do not think Ohio State, much like Alabama, and look, it's hard to sit there and go, you're supposed to just replace a quarterback like C.J. Stroud. You, you just don't. Now, Alabama's had a crazy run, right? Going from, you know, guys with Tua and Mac Jones. And look at the starting quarterbacks, you know, Jalen Hurts, that played in succession at Alabama. It was supposed to be Drake May at Alabama. That's the guy that was supposed to be the next in line to keep this train rolling. He stayed home at North Carolina. And thus here we are with Alabama stuck right now without a quarterback. Ohio state's in a little bit of a different spot, but not really because the offense hasn't looked great. 
The only road game so far for Ohio State was at Indiana. They were laying 30. They won by 20. I just look at this Ohio State offense, and I love Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, this guy is a surefire, unbelievable player on the next level. He's going to be awesome. But there's something just not right with this offense. They don't run the ball the way you're used to seeing Ohio State run the football. They don't throw the ball as well as they could. Now, Kyle McCord is coming around, and maybe you go, Matt, this is the breakout game for Kyle McCord. But at Notre Dame, I don't know. I... I think this is a lot to ask of Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame, this is exactly what they've been waiting for. They didn't look great last week. They didn't need to against Central Michigan. That was a complete overlook. They were staring at Ohio State. They know who is coming to South Bend. But through three games, I mean, Travion Henderson's a good running back, but he's got, I don't know, 191 yards. Four touchdowns, that's fine. 6.4 yards per average. Carry's pretty good, but... It's not like he's popping. It's not like when you watch Ohio State, you're like, dang, they can run the ball on anyone. The Irish, what do the Irish do? They play defense. I, I mean, that's what they do. This is a night game in South Bend. And I just think this Irish offense with Sam Hartman is so different than what we have seen. Sam Hartman's thrown for over a thousand yards already. They've run the ball pretty well. I mean, They've got three, two really, but three decent running backs they can roll with. And the offensive line for the Irish can maul people. The receiving core is good enough. I'm not saying it's outstanding, but it's good enough when you have a quarterback like Sam Hartman. He's going to spread the football around. I mean, he's completing 71% of his passes. I mean, I don't want this to go. If you get three and a half, I mean, I'm totally jealous. And it's a great bet at plus three and a half. But the number has been coming down. And I don't want this to go below three. And I think it's going to go below three. I, I think the pros are just sitting and waiting for the limits to open up. And I think they're coming in on the Irish. I think this number is going to close lower. I think this number could be two and a half or two. I mean, I, I just think there's going to be money coming in here on Notre Dame. And I know you might go, though, well, that's just a rich alumni, Matt. I, OK, I mean, everyone's saying that Ohio State might be laying, you know, laying in the weeds and look out for Ohio State. This is when they announce their presence. Look, Ryan Day is a very good coach. But I don't like the quarterback situation. I don't like Kyle McCord. I, 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 it's not that I don't like him. I don't think he's as good as other quarterbacks we've seen for the for Ohio State in recent memory, i.e. last year with C.J. Stroud. 23 points against Indiana, 35 points against Youngstown State. Okay, they held Western Kentucky down to 10 points, okay? Their defense played well. But I don't need the Irish... Their offense doesn't need to score all that much. If, if their defense plays the way I think it's capable of playing, this is not a high-scoring game. I lean towards the under in this game. I think there's a real possibility we see a low-scoring, battle-it-out type of game. But in those situations, I'll take the home team. And I think there's something really to be said. I mean, under 55 and a half is not a bad bet at all. I think both defenses will rise up. But I'm just not into this Ohio State lookout. Here comes the Buckeye thing. I, I fade, I'm fading them. I'm fading Alabama. In some ways, I'm fading Georgia. I don't really like Beck. I just think there's a void right now. All the good quarterbacks, the great ones in college football, are playing in the Pac-12. You know, Michael Penix Jr. at Washington. Obviously, you've got Caleb Williams at USC. Just go up and down. Look at the quarterback play. Look at Bo Nix at Oregon. I mean, the, these are where the best quarterbacks are playing right now <laughs> in the Pac-12. I mean, even, you know, Shador Sanders until they move to the big 12, still a Pac 12 quarterback. Okay. So plus three, 
Irish on Saturday, plus three, 1.1 units down on Notre Dame hosting the Ohio State Buckeyes. Home dog Irish at plus three. Sprinkle money line. Really do. I, I think there's a real good shot. The Irish win the game outright. Okay, that, that's this weekend. Let's talk about tonight. College football. Coastal Carolina and Grayson McCall. Man, this kid's still in school. It's unbelievable. Still in school. In this series with Grayson McCall as the quarterback of Coastal. He's played three times in this game in this against Georgia State. Fourth time is tonight. In the three previous games, the offense for Coastal has scored 51, 40, and 41 points. It's pretty darn good. The last two games combined for 65 and 82 points between these two teams. Last week, McCall and the offense put up 66 points themselves. I can't wait to watch this game. Now, the NFL game is going to be great, but I think when we're talking about Coastal Carolina and we're talking about their offense and we're talking about what they're capable of doing, uh, we're talking about points here, okay? And I think we're going to see points. I know Georgia State's defense has been pretty good, okay? Only 19.5 points per game, but... 7.4 yards per pass play is a little on the high side. And I think Coastal is going to want to throw the ball a lot here tonight. Georgia State also is very good at turning the football over. But the Panthers are really good on the road. I saw this stat on covers.com and that's a great site. But they they have this stat that the Panthers are 11-0 ATS in their last 11 road games versus a team with a winning home record, which is what Coastal is. So it's a little specific, but... I think if you look at the way both these teams play and how they play against each other, uh, Coastal, I'm sorry, Georgia State is two and one to the over this year. They've scored 41, 35, and 42 points each. The total in this game is 62. It was 61 and a half. It's ticked up just a little bit. The road team has won all six of the last six meetings. So that would be looking at Georgia State potentially to go in there. A couple of years ago, maybe even last year, I bet. Georgia State. So I bet Coastal to beat Georgia State and Coastal didn't get it done. I think it's very possible that Georgia State wins the game outright here. But given Georgia State's offense, given that Coastal's defense can be scored upon and you can see, you know, points being put up on Coastal Carolina. I'm going to play the over 62 here. Okay. I know Coastal's first two games against UCLA, 27 13. They went, went under by 27 points, only scored 13 points, but I was on the road against a Pac 12 school. Jacksonville State, they scored 30, only gave up 16. The game went under by 15 and a half points. Last week against Duquesne, they scored 66 and it went over by 17 points. Against Rhode Island, Georgia State went over 42 35. Against Connecticut at home, 35 14. They won that game. Game went under. Amazingly enough, they held Connecticut to 14 points. And then they took on Charlotte on the road last week, scored 41, 41, 25. I think there's a shot that this game looks a little bit like what happened a couple of years ago, which was a 42-40 final. Whoever has the ball last up and down type of crazy game at Coastal, 62. I'm going to play the over. Georgia State and Coastal Carolina tonight, 1.1 units down on the over 62 for Georgia State and Coastal Carolina. Okay, to the NFL game we go. Look, I don't think I need to break this down all that much. I'm same game teasing this, okay? Find a book, DraftKings lets you do it at minus 120. Find a book that lets you do it at minus 120 because take the 10, tease it down to four, take the total from 44 and tease it down to 38 and go over. 
All right. Six point teaser. Do the Niners cover 10? Yes, I think they do. Do we go over 38? Yes, I think we do. I think the Niners could score 35 points themselves. Okay. I, I think they'll score a lot here on this on this defense for the Giants. You can just lay 10 if you want. Okay. But I think 10 points on a Thursday night football game just scares the holy heck out of me. If they win by seven or some Herculean effort happens by the Giants and they're in the game. I think we're going over. If both teams are scoring, we saw a 17-17 score at halftime last week for the 49ers. And I know it's on the road. It was against the Rams. Uh, that building was mostly red. But like, if we have something like that, if we get 17 points out of the Giants tonight, we're going over 38 points. Okay, we, we just are. Because we're going to get 21 plus out of the Niners. And I need a four-point victory for the Niners. I think they're going to win the game by at least seven points. And I would hate to have it fall 10. They win by 10, like 30 to 20. Or even like, you know, 27-17. And then we're sitting there, we're like, man, alive. It was a push. And if you same game teased it, drop it down to four, took the total down to 38 and went over, we covered, okay? So that's where I'm going here with this, all right? Total's 44. It, it, there has some, been some movement to the under on this, and I get it because it's saying like the Giants can't score, but I think they'll score a little bit, even in crunch time. I mean, it could be like 35 to seven, and then we see a couple of like, you know, garbage touchdowns late for the Giants to make it look pretty when the game never really is in doubt. No Saquon Barkley. I think it's gonna be a really tough task here for the Giants. I'm gonna go same game teaser, minus 120, Niners minus four, over 38 for 1.2 units here tonight. Now we're not done. Two prop bets. So no Saquon Barkley, right? So what are you gonna do if you're the Giants? Well, the best running back for the Giants is the quarterback. That's Daniel Jones. And the offensive line isn't very good. So to me, who's your best running back? Daniel Jones. Who's going to be running for his life? Daniel Jones. I mean, Matt Breda is the backup running back here. Gary Brightwell is the backup running backs here. Best back is Daniel Jones. DraftKings has his over seven and a half rushing attempts at plus 114. Now, I know seven and a half is a lot for a quarterback, but I just don't know who's going to run the football. He had nine carries in week two. He had 13 carries in week one. I mean, it's at seven and a half. I don't fully understand the number, to be quite honest. Over seven and a half rushes attempts at plus 114. Daniel Jones, I'm taking the plus money. These are quarter unit plays. Plus 114 quarter unit on Daniel Jones over seven and a half rushing attempts. Other bet Debo Samuel for the 49ers. Look, you can take your pick. Everyone's taking McCaffrey on this over receiving yards for Christian McCaffrey. I like Debo Samuel. I think Debo Samuel is going to have a really big night. I think they're going to give him the ball, you know, screen passes, slants, do the things that they have done so far this year with Debo, the all everything back, the all everything running, running back slash wide receiver, the X factor. Debo Samuel so far this year has six catches, 
uh, for 63 yards and five catches for 55 yards. This total is 53 and a half at DraftKings, juiced to the over at minus 125. He's gone over this number in his first two games receiving. Rushing, he's gone 38 and eight so far. I like the receiving more. Debo Samuel over 53 and a half yards receiving at minus 125. So a little plus money on the Daniel Jones, laying a little juice for minus 125. Both those bets are to win a quarter unit coming back here for that. So what does that mean? We have a half unit hanging out doing nothing. What do we do with it? Well, I am going to go to baseball and I'm going to go to the Pirates and the Cubs at Wrigley Field. So the first matchup was 14-1. The second game was 13-7. Here we are with the rubber match between these two teams here tonight, seven o'clock Eastern time Oviedo against Kyle Hendricks. These teams just really are scoring heavily against each other. Now the record for the Cubs is 10 and two. Their second loss so far was last night. This is the last game. You want to take the Cubs to win this game. That's fine. It's a little bit expensive. It's minus 165. I don't really want to do that because I have an even num even money bet at over eight and a half. Last two games have gone over. We're going to go over with the Cubs and the Pirates. Hendricks hasn't been great. Oviedo has been pretty good, but both teams bullpens are, are just awful. So hopefully we get into the bullpens early with these teams. The last two games for Kyle Hendricks, the final score was seven, six, Five, two, 11, eight. Okay. So two of the last three games would have gone over eight and a half. Five, two fell just a little bit short of that, obviously with seven, but two and one, if the total was eight and a half for Kyle Hendricks games, mostly that's due to obviously the bullpen Oviedo on the years, eight and 14 with a 4.27 ERA seven, five, eight, four, six, four. The last three games with him. He hasn't gone further than the fifth inning over any of those games on the road. Eight, four, six, four. That's 12 and 10 over eight and a half. These teams last two games have gone over half a unit, even money over eight and a half on Oviedo. FanDuel had this tonight, even money on Cubs Pirates over eight and a half for a half a unit. Okay. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for a Thursday. But to recap, first bet for Saturday. Notre Dame plus three, 1.1 units at home against Ohio State. Irish plus three. Tonight, over 62, Coastal Carolina hosting Georgia Southern. Bet number three, same game teaser, teasing Giants down to four, total down to 38, taking over for 1.2 units. Daniel Jones, over seven and a half rushing attempts. That is a plus 114 bet. Debo Samuel over 53 and a half receiving yards at minus 125 and then over eight and a half even money on the Pirates and the Cubs here tonight. Let's have a big Thursday. Let's get off the schneid here. We're pretty much flat for the week. Let's get ourselves into the black here heading towards the weekend with Friday, Saturday and Sunday on the Discord channel bettingpros.com slash chat. I'll be hanging out watching both the college and the pro game with you guys coming up here tonight on a Thursday. Look to see you guys in the chat. Let's see if there are any live betting opportunities or for some fun stuff to jump in with here. My name is Matt Peralt. You guys can follow me on socials at Sports Talk Matt. Sorry, that was my watch. At Sports Talk Matt. Every single morning, it is the Daily Juice podcast always being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com.